I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alenios Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Lineals Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. To the moon, baby. <laughs> and it's the voice that makes you moist. Marcus. Marcus, there we go. I forgot your name Marcus for a second. Marcus back so from vacation. <laughs> he put in his PTO forms. He was off for three weeks. And now he's back. He did, and we had a long arbitration process as to whether he was going to be allowed to get those. Oh, uh, yeah. Oof, uh, thank God. Yeah. They kind of got the union started. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually been union so, busting. <laughs> but it's really hard when there's only three of us and we're all pro union. I, I don't know how to get right. the ball rolling on busting that union. I've been trying to inform, but I don't know who to go to. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I don't know who to tell. Um, so, Marcus, what did you learn on your trip into the desert on a peyote? Um, it was very magical, very hot. Um, you know few hallucinations but you know i think i'm all right i'm a stronger man for it that's you look stronger you do you look bigger oh thank you yeah. you look like a jedi like almost, in stature that, you know uh, uh. that blanket around yourself you look kind of like a jedi almost like you've learned some magical powers oh <laughs> sir i am magic all right <laughs> nice that is true from day one Folks out there who don't know, Marcus uh, is the only man I've ever seen who can get his pants off without moving any part of his body. That's <laughs> true. You be completely still and remove any piece of clothing. That's that's correct. <laughs> truly a talent. Oh my god. So, but yeah, what's going on, boys? <laughs> it, it has been a week for sure. It has. Uh, politics once again has let us down. But the finance di- division of the world has been heating up lately. Uh, we talked about it a little bit on last week's podcast because we, we didn't know how far it was going to go. But yeah, the, the GameStop, AMC, Nokia, Best Buy, mostly GameStop and AMC, uh, stock shorting that is being... Um, being put put pressure upon by r slash wall street bets and u slash deep fucking value has continued people are still buying the stock despite being uh shut down by robin hood people are still and all the other major ones they're still buying it and they're still holding and it seems like apparently melvin capital has now lost 53 percent of their capital hell yeah <laughs> so eventually yeah. though it does be melvin there will be no capital. What's really funny is that it's named for the founder's dead grandfather. Oh, damn. In honor of him. Uh, get fucked, is what I say. <laughs> you old, dead bastard. Yeah. So, I'm going to go ahead and lay it out for you guys. Anyone listening who's not, not, doesn't know what's going on, 
I can put it pretty simply. We, the people, are fucking over the hedge funds. And the apps that you use, that most people these days use to buy stocks, decided to put a blanket on those stocks. GameStop and AMC specifically, you just couldn't buy them for like a whole day on all the big apps where retail, you know, investors are able to actually buy these things. And it was an act that is basically proves that a retail investor, which is what they call, you know, regular people, um, cannot get ahead in this game. The, you know, you hear it all the time. Oh, if you're poor, then save whatever you can and invest and you'll make money off of it, which is technically true because if you do everything right, you will make a couple of dollars every year on the stocks that you hold. So you will be making money technically. And then two, when all these stimuluses have been coming in, stimuli from the first COVID Stimies. one to the second COVID one to the new one that we're getting fucked, up, fucked over on because of Joe Biden having no spine, uh, the Democratic Party in general having no spine. Um, they've always said, they're like, oh, you know, this is a good time for everyone to sit down, get your finances together, and invest. And the second, the second that regular people decide to actually do that, they try to shut them down. And it, it proves that the market is not made for regular people to get ahead. And I'm, I'm delighted that more that a lot of people are actually pretty angry about this. I'll go ahead and say, if you uh, own stocks or you know how stocks work, I'm laughing at you. Um, I've learned a lot about stocks in the past week, and the more I learn, the more I think they shouldn't exist. And, oh yeah, uh, they make no sense. They're all fake and made up. Now, having said that, Marcus, you own stocks, yeah. so yeah, we have a stockholder. <laughs> Wait, were, were you directing that to me? <laughs> yes, I was. I mean, I heard well, Marcus, description, but fuck, Marcus, we laugh at you all the time anyway. <laughs> okay, true, true. stocks true. is the least of your worries. True, true, true. Though. If you had, I thought you owned GameStop stock because you you bought a bunch of dumb stocks and like Blizzard and shit, right? So I'm. Yeah, dude. I thought you. I thought for sure. Hey, Marcus, make some money off of this. Maybe you can turn that you know two dollars <laughs> in the. Unfortunately, I didn't buy any GameStop stock because, because honestly, my first job was at EB Games, and and, and they were like, "Don't worry, we're gonna be shutting GameStop out of the market pretty soon. <laughs> Don't even worry about them." Right, but unfortunately, the opposite happened, and GameStop ate EB Games. So mm-hmm. just from that, I was already like salty at them. So I. I didn't buy any of their fucking stock. I was like, fuck y'all, GameStop. But yeah, I may have shot myself in the foot, but it's all right. But it's okay, because I did get some Nokia, so. Oh, nice. If and a former ever, a former guest on the podcast, Ben, he has he has been holding on his AMC stock. So we do have some guys who are on the front lines. Nice. <laughs> hold. Hold. <Not> exactly. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could have gotten in on it. And actually, at my... I don't want to reveal where I work, but at my job today, uh, auspiciously timed, I will say, we get an email that is like, oh, by the way, just so you know, if you're thinking of investing right now, you remember you have to get all your purchases cleared within 30 days. Um, you can't you can't buy stock that's not approved, all this stuff. I'm like, okay, that I see what this is, where this is pointed mm-hmm. at. So, um, yeah, I, I woke also, up to that. Just- to augment Seth's explanation uh, uh, he gave, sure. 
it's only a few hedge funds that are getting fucked off of this. Uh, BlackRock has made $10 billion so far off of this. Citadel has made ungodly amounts of money. Because do y'all know how Robinhood works? Yeah, don't they? Uh, not really. I heard a no. bit about it, but I don't know. I don't know any specifics. Marcus, what do you use to trade stocks with? What do you What do you use? I use a Merrill Edge. Okay, so you don't use this doesn't apply to you. You have there's zero fees, right, on Robinhood for for trading. Basically, that's yeah. the whole that's the whole gimmick. Right. Well, the reason they can do zero fees is because they sell your data to the other to other hedge funds, basically. And what the hedge funds do is they get information on what you're about to buy a millisecond before you send it. And then they can then do what they had to do with their, with their algorithms really quickly to manipulate that stock in case they want to, like in this case, right? So they know what you're going to do before yeah. you do it, and they can adjust accordingly. That's how Robinhood trades for free, yeah. essentially. Yeah, I don't want to sit here and pretend like this is like only bad. Like bad people are losing money off of this. There's plenty of bad people who've made money off of it. In fact, I read a report about a guy who's owned. Over, a, over like several million dollars worth of GameStop stock for about a year now. He bought it. He actually bought it right before the pandemic started, and people have kind of v- trying to investigate him now. But I can't remember his name. He has a very do- boring name. His name is like Donald Sears or something. But the, he's a man who became. He was. A, he's a self-made billionaire because what he did was a very long time ago. I think it was starting in the seventies and eighties. He started. He started a used car uh, lot. And what he would do is he would sell you a car and he would give you a loan and the loan would have incredibly high interest. And what he did was he installed a kill switch in the car to where if you didn't pay him every month, he would just shut your car off. Wow. And he did that. And then as soon as he got enough money off of that, he started getting into real estate and doing that like low income housing and doing the same kind of stuff like high interest rates, you know, charging people nickel and diamond people and through and then it got into the financial sector and through that has like helped hedge funds has made his own money and he has made actually a good amount of money off this whole GameStop thing um so yeah there are several not only companies but individuals involved who are awful (laughs) and are doing very well right now so i i mean i very much am happy that retail investors have been able to put this much pressure on hedge funds because this hasn't happened in recorded history i don't think so but there are plenty of bad people making plenty of money off of this so it is you know every uh, every rose has its thorn mm-hmm. i think the next step should be like just get another reddit that just that just waits for these fuckers to start shorting again yeah no, no. It's like, all right guys we're gonna hit them hard so okay. we're all, like we're all gamers here here's what i want to say you know there's so there's like this uh, power to the players. The power to the players. <laughs> um, so sometimes if you play against an AI that is like basically unfair, like the the um, developers have made it so that they can they basically what Citadel does they read your inputs before you do them, so then the bot can do something fucky with you. But th- then what gamers do is they always try to break the system, so they put in an input and they find a way to cancel that input and then do something else, so that the bot messes up. We should find a way to do that with stocks. Like find a way to get okay. We're all about we're all about to buy Quiznos stock. Like we're all about to do it, and then we pull out right at that moment, and then they will look stupid in the process. (laughs) We can find a way to manipulate that that system for us. Quiznos stock. (laughs) I think the lesson that is being learned right now is that if you short companies like this again, it's such such a large amount. uh, Is it your fair game? Is that the internet can come and, and they can fuck your position up? Uh, it probably will never get as crazy as this again, but there's 
the response to it is strange to some people because it's like this maybe is covering for a deeper problem in our economic system that could blow up. Like if GameStop crashes the economy, that'd pretty be pretty funny if that happened. Um, but yeah, there's just something hinky about how quickly they scramble to try and fix this problem and cover for Melvin Capital and who knows who else that people are wondering why this was such a, a concerted effort. Yeah, because it wasn't just you could, you could you could only buy or you could only buy one stock of uh, of GameStop. It was you could only have one GameStop stock on on Robinhood. Yeah, and also they started selling your stock as well. Uh, without your consent, basically, because they're technically a brokerage, they can do that kind of stuff for your fiduciary responsibility. It's stupid, but yeah, a lot of lot of weird shit when they're trying to fix this. Yeah, it's one of those things where, once again, it, it's kind of where we were last year. Where I'm like, I hope, I really hope we're at some kind of breaking point. Because people keep saying, oh, if the you know if these guys get bailed out, these guys get bailed out. And consumers never get bailed out. We don't even. Well, they already cut during this whole thing where we're talking about um, not get, get, getting bailouts. They cut our stimulus again. So already we're we're getting screwed over in the process. I just hope we're at some kind of boiling point where people are like, "This has to stop." Like, why is it that hedge funds and big time investors have been taking advantage of shorts for so long, especially mm-hmm. in the two thousand eight financial crisis? And then the second that actual consumers get in on one, it's a problem. Like what? You cannot justify that in any other way than capitalism is evil and it does not provide you with the means of, of um, what do you call it? Social mobility. Like it does mm. not. You don't. It doesn't have that anymore. That is dead. That whole whole idea is dead, and we need to start start over. All right. Honestly, I don't know what. <laughs> what else like we need to as a catalyst for that change because like we've had riots we've had a fucking global pandemic we've had shootings in the streets like what what more can you add to this fire GameStop crashes the economy <laughs> or or GameStop buys Amazon because it becomes <laughs> oh, too valuable <laughs> The thing is, technically speaking, at the height of its stock price yesterday, GameStop should have been on the Standard & Poor's, you know, top 500 companies. It was more valuable than the, the bottom third of those companies. Wow. <laughs> it should have been it should be added, in my opinion. Um, but it's like, it's so weird. The stimulus thing is, is so honest. That's, that's really interesting to me, is that, you know, what did they say when the Georgia Senate races were happening? $2,000 checks will go out the door immediately once we're in power. And then they get power. And what happens now? It's 1400 to add to the 600 you already got. Which was not the deal. on that. No, what's not the deal? not the deal. That was not what I heard. Are you saying our politicians are lying to us? What? <laughs> People pointed out, like, oh, you know, Joe Biden never said that. No, he did. He did he say $2,000 checks will be going out. This is not $1,400 to add to your 600 and then they were open to means testing it to where you would not get this $1,400 if you were making more than $75,000 a year. Or if it was a married couple, you wouldn't get it for more than $150,000, k Which, you know, people are like, oh, why do you care? You don't make the much, you get one. I'm like, I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. Universal is the best. I don't give a fuck if Bill Gates gets a check. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> He's going to laugh about it. it, but hey. It doesn't matter. I never thought about that. I guess Bill Gates did get the stimulus. 
sit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny to think about because like he will never even notice it. <laughs> but it, it is funny to think that happened. Do you know how much money Jeff Bezos makes every second now? Too fucking much. About twenty two hundred dollars a second. Damn. Wow, I was actually what expecting higher, but damn, he's getting richer than me every second. So the stimulus, not even a second's worth of of, of anything to Jeff Bezos. Yeah. So yeah, they are completely spineless. They have, and I actually I can't even say this is spineless. I just think that. Joe Biden had this plan the entire time and was, was trying to lie about it. it was, yes, they just lied. Yeah, they just lied. There's no, they are spineless, but I don't think, that, actually, I should take the back. This, that's not a case of this. This is just straight up lying to people to get votes. Um, well, now the Republicans, have their, their counteroffer, which is $1,000 to anyone making less than $40,000 a year. Again, I would still get this, but it doesn't matter. It should go to everybody. Yeah. Because forty k, depending on your conditions, is not that much money, I mean, you know, over an entire year. I like how they're like splitting these hairs when we've gone what eight, nine months without aid. It's been like, almost a year. Yeah, I mean, like, fuck them. At They've least, been fine this whole time. At least in my state, lockdown started on March fourteenth of last year, and it that's you know a month and a half away. And how long did lockdown last, Seth? What do you mean? Well, what what do you mean by lockdown? Because y'all ain't locked down at all, as far as I'm aware. Well, I mean, I guess for me, I'm still, like, my job is to work from home and everything. So that's, mm-hmm. that's we still have that amount of lockdown. But no, no, no. Um, I guess, To that point, I don't think there was ever really a lockdown. I mean, major businesses were still open the entire time. Some, like, some restaurants and stuff closed for a couple of weeks. You know, once ones with the indoor seating had to close for, like, a month or two. But all that's back now. Um, you go to places, there's people sitting outside, no masks, just eating shooting breeze it, it's yeah it's it's no problem and what's yeah. funny to me about this is the means testing and shit that's happening is democrats are going to slowly pick this thing down to what the republicans will accept despite saying that they're not going to do that chuck schumer is on the tv going like we will not compromise you know fuck them or didn't say that but like we won't compromise we're going to do it our way the republicans have to answer to us it's, it's just like but you will eventually, you know, bring it down for them. You always do it, Chuck. We what haven't forgotten. Why, why are Democrats, like, fighting for Republican approval when, when it's Yeah, wasn't that the whole point we of got... winning the majority? Right. <laughs> Even if it's a tie, we've got the vice president. We fucking win. Like, what's the problem? And also, it's not even a majority. Like, like you said, Marcus, it requires a vice president to be there. And the Republicans are threatening that if they don't uh, compromise, they're going to call for quorum every time they can. And so if all the Democrats aren't in the chamber, they won't be able to come to a quorum. And so nothing will get done. They can quorum these nuts. <laughs> they sent a whole fucking mob to the Capitol building. They can eat my ass. Yeah, which I feel like we've just completely forgotten about for some reason that there was literally <laughs> people storming into the Capitol like two right? or three weeks ago. The fact that Ted Cruz has, like, the nerve to say anything else, like, holy fuck, someone beat his ass. Someone tell Jesus him to shave. Christ. That is the most, that is the most pitiful beard. Um, that's almost as bad as Marcus's mustache, honestly. It's like, just hey, hey, how- fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. No, I'll say this. Marcus's mustache right now, he does look like a pervert from anime. So he's getting some. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, no, 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 no. Hey, don't say that. I, Marcus, I think you look a pervert in real life, too. 
you know? I'm not gonna shit. You know, I'm not gonna try and put you in a box. Thank you okay. very much, fucking caveman Smith, and fucking. I don't have one for you, Sam. Okay. So. Well, <laughs> you get gave up today. halfway through. I come out on top. You look like if Tony Stark shaved like just the goatee part, but not the mustache, and left that on. Mm. How fucking stupid would he look then? That's what mm. you look like right now, uh, which nice. is an improvement. It's an improvement for. I'm gonna fucking come down yeah. there. All this visual humor on audio media. <laughs> Speaking of Republicans, though, I do think there's something happening on your stomping grounds right now. People are trying to uh, trying to remove Marjorie Tyler Greene. Uh-huh. She's Georgia, right? She's yeah, the she crazy is. Georgia one. They're trying to remove her from what did she win? Congress. Congress. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, she is the dumbest person in the world. I didn't. Like, I always <laughs> heard she was like QAnon, fucking idiot. I watched a video of her chasing that. Uh, what was it? David Hogg, whatever that kid with, with happened at the the shootings. And, yeah, Tom. Um, she's chasing him now and being like, uh, did you know that if you're, she, this is what she said. She said, did you know that if your school had armed guards with guns at all times, there would be no more school shootings? Oh, <laughs> and I'm wow. like, I mean, he never responds to a word she says, which is the smart thing. But if I would, if I would say, I'd be like, what do you mean? Do I know that there is no proof that this would happen? You can, you can still have a shooting at a place with those armed guards. What, what is your proof? And then she just she just kept doing stuff. She's like, "Oh yeah, well, I, you're trying to. I, I'm a gun owner. You're trying to take my gun away from me." And I mean, this 16 year old kid is way more composed than I am because I would have. I don't know. I, I I couldn't have de- dealt with that. I'm I have too short a fuse for people queuing on idiots. <laughs> but yeah, so how I think is someone f- dug up some posts of her saying that she thought the Pelosi ate babies and then she needed to be murdered. <clears throat> which I mean, I don't know how you get elected like that. I mean, well, of course I know how you get elected like that, but I don't know what rules there are. Shouldn't there be some kind of like, you know, stipulations you can't try to murder other members of Congress? Or is that okay still? Yeah, I don't know. Apparently it's still okay. But yes. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like there's a lot of people. I mean, (laughs) look look at Madison Cawthorn. I mean, you've got these people who I feel like should be null and void to even run for a position because of their their past and their weird QAnon and Auschwitz or not Auschwitz was it Auschwitz he went no he went to the Führer's mansion or whatever uh call the Führer stuff Madison, that's what it's called though that's what he called he, them right he called he called him the Führer he called him Hitler's the vacation Führer. home yeah <laughs> it's just crazy that that he for me like, oh yeah I was just sorry go that ahead. for me is you can't run I'm sorry no no you can't run he was like, I'm just using his title I'm like. I don't know if that's an act. I don't know if that's applicable here. I don't yeah, think so. I don't. Yeah, it's pretty shitty either way. Yeah, I would not call him the Fuhrer unless I was making, it, I guess, a joke or something. But this guy wasn't. I don't know. Anyways, uh, as we've mentioned before, Madison Cawthorn, it turns out, is uh, disabled, uh, which means that the Nazis would have killed him yeah, um, pretty exactly. early on. So, good luck with that, my friend. Um. Yeah, it's just like Marjorie Taylor Greene is just this insane... And there's Lauren Boebert. Don't forget about her. Oh, yeah. Lauren Boebert, the, the the gun girl bartender who like walked around D.C. with a gun, which you can't have open carry in D.C., and then claimed it wasn't D.C. The fact that the D.C. They were like, oh, no, we photoshopped the pictures. So, like, I was in D.C. And they were like, 
Then uh, why? I don't what trust that you guys can Photoshop this. <laughs> like last week, I talked to you guys about. I talked to you about how easy Photoshop is. I don't mm-hmm. trust anybody in her circle to be able to do that easy operation. <laughs> how do you remove something from Photoshop? Like how do you remove it, and then the background is still there? I've told I, I, I Marcus. I explained this to him last week, and he said he just won't. <laughs> no, 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 no. How do you th- like? Like imagine here if I wanted to remove. Papa, this uh-huh. our statue here from yes. the, the, my picture. Right. And how would I then? How would the Photoshop know what behind Papa looks like? Because okay, that's the thing. You're just gonna use the wall around him as reference. Okay. So imagine just taking the wall around him and closing it on top of him. Okay. That's how. So you how does it. how does the program know how to do that? The, the program you don't. Well, it I mean, doesn't. At, at this do. point, what the program would do, which is very simple, is it would say. So Papa is like you know brown and made of wood, and the wall is white. So uh-huh. you especially like this. You're what you're doing here is a very easy example of what Photoshop can do. Mm-hmm. It sees white and it sees the brown. You just go in and like okay, select all the brown parts. Boom. Okay. You have Papa. It, right. Selections get harder like- when it's stuff like hair, things that are like kind of translucent. That is where selections are actually hard. What you have is an incredibly easy case of Photoshop. Right. There's shadows like, honestly, and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> honestly, you could just like erase that whole area and fill it with white. <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. That's, that's a bunch of no. There's there. there's shadows. It wouldn't work. I mean, People yeah, but it. like from this with this resolution, it'd be fine. Uh, Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Me and Marcus could probably do this in about two minutes. I promise you, it's not that hard. <laughs> Have you taught us? <laughs> We're not very smart. So, what you're saying is that Lauren Bobert staffers are dumber than me. They're dumber, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Your words, your words, not ours. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm so smarter than them, so. That's true. You I do have top here. You do have the intellectual high ground on Lauren Beaufort and her friends. <laughs> they are probably her friends, aren't they? Do you think that people ever talk about Margie Tyler Green and they um, abbreviate it to MTG and people think they talk about Magic the Gathering? Yeah. You think that ever happened? Like, has that ever has that crossover happened on some 4chan forum? Like, people are like, "What are you like talking about?" I'm doing it now from now on forever. <laughs> God, MTG is so shit. <laughs> um. So yeah, it, I I remember it was very funny when they said on the news that, that the Biden team was monitoring the GameStop situation very closely. Yeah. I here's the thing, y'all. This would not be funny if Trump was president. This would be another day under Trump. Yeah. It's hilarious when it's Joe Biden as president, though, because, listen, guys, all the adults have come back into the room, and what's the first crisis? It's not the pandemic. It's not, like, an overseas conflict. GameStop is going to crash the economy because of Reddit. Yep. Welcome back, adults. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. It's very, it is also very funny... To understand that there's like a staffer who had to talk to Joe Biden, I guess, and be like, okay, so there's something going on with the economy right now. I should probably just tell you about it. Stock market is fluctuating. And he's like, oh, what's going on? And he's like, well, people are buying a bunch of GameStop stock because it's going to be shorted. And then he's like, what's a short? So then they showed him that scene from the big short. And that took about 20 minutes for him to understand what a movie was. And then they had to come back and they were like, okay, do you understand it now? And he's like, it's like the Michael Scott scene where he's like, okay, now explain it like I'm even dumber than that. 
And that <laughs> happened. And then they were like, yeah, this, so they bought this GameStop. And he's like, what's GameStop? And they had to talk about that. And then they're like, it's also happening at AMC. And he's like, what's AMC? Like, remember that movie you watched a minute ago? If they do that, but it's big. And he's like, okay. And that they just, they've just had to keep up with it ever since. <laughs> that is amazing to me. That's refreshing. The, the last movie Joe Biden saw, he ran away from the screen because the train was coming in too fast. Yeah, exactly. Oh, damn. He was like, Who? wait a minute. Somebody put a bullet in the moon? You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this creepy Nosferatu guy? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, can you, but, dude, I just want Biden to make a speech about that situation where he just says something about how, like, they do some stuff about how we're going to stop shorting or whatever in, in Wall Street. And he just says, now listen here, Jack. We're going to make the game stop. No. That's, that's all I want. That's all I want from this. No. So, you know you want it too. Yeah. But the thing See, that about was it, funny because I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> I, I am so sorry. Yeah. I just want to hear Biden say the word GameStop. That's all I want to hear is just hear Biden talk about GameStop at all. I, I know. Um... Also, Seth, in that situation you were describing, the staffer they brought in was not some guy who talks to Biden every day. That guy had to go find some guy who was 30 years younger than him. Yeah. Who was, like, seen an Atari to explain what a video exactly. game is. Exactly. 30 years younger than him, you still mean this guy's, like, 40. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Um, and he had to talk to his, like, nephew about it <laughs> to understand yeah. what was going on. So, yeah, that's, that is really, it's really hilarious because... You know, we make all these jokes about how 2020 was like the worst year, or the craziest year, and then people are like, what's 2021 going to bring? And within the first month, we got a storm on the Capitol, and GameStop might crash the economy. Yeah. I mean, keep it coming. I, I, this stuff is crazy. <laughs> what could possibly happen next? Like, what's How are we going to top it next, there's, next I, month? There's literally no telling. I never would have told you that it would. I mean, I wouldn't even have guessed, oh, a bunch of Reddit people are going to short the stock market. Not even like GameStop. GameStop is kind of the punchline of it all. Because if it was like Hewlett Packard, it would be like, okay, I don't know. I get, that's. But the fact that it's GameStop is hilarious. That's what makes yeah. this a headline, honestly. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't, what's next? I don't know. <laughs> TikTok Some... does something. <laughs> TikTok starts a nuclear war. <laughs> <laughs> oh man somehow india and pakistan the, t- the tiktokers kicked it off finally maybe, I don't maybe know. the snyder cut was- <laughs> 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 this, the snyder cut no hold on the snyder cut dude the snyder cut solves israel palestine <laughs> <laughs> that's what that missing hour was well, that's what was left on the cutting room floor it was too yeah. hot for the theaters <laughs> That's the right. Best movie ever. Holy shit. They sit them down. They watch it. They eat the fucking mother box meal that comes with there it. There are people and they on the Gaza Strip with iPads <laughs> watching the snacks. They figure it out, man. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like just starting a punchline with the Snyder Cut is hilarious. I feel like that <laughs> is a prop. Have you seen the ads they're doing for it? I have not. They, so I'm like I have I think I follow HBO on like Instagram or something. And they they've been doing these like gritty ads for the Snyder Cut where it's like like a film canister that's fucking in a bunch of ash that's been destroyed by Steppenwolf, I guess. And it's like the Snyder Cut is here. 
And it's like all these like black and white, gritty, dirty, just flags that have been torn up, like Batman stuff that's been broken, Snyder cut. And I'm like, you guys are really, really, I'm going to go ahead and say it before it's out, overhyping. (laughs) Yeah. A four-hour movie that is an extended cut of a three-hour movie that sucks. <laughs> Let me ask you a quick question. What movie is worth watching for four hours? Go. Uh, the Lord of the Rings extended editions. Fuck. Um, One time, sure. I'll do it again. I'd watch fucking... Incredibles and Incredibles 2. Just as a no, 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 no. <laughs> First of all, how many four-hour movies are there in existence? And God. which ones are worth watching? Uh, I mean... Wasn't Cleopatra person. like three and a half hours long? Cleopatra. There's, an, there's a Bollywood movie named Lagan that is like four hours and seven minutes, I believe. Gurren? Oh, nope, just, just Lagan. <laughs> um, Missed only. opportunity. I mean, almost every Bollywood movie is like fucking six hours long anyway, so it's not a big deal. But, um, yeah. Not that many. And mm. I don't think the Snyder Cut is going to be able to live in infamy among them. It will live I'm in infamy. Say that, yeah. I'm going to say this. I'm going to stand by it. The Snyder Cut is the truest indicator that our society needs to be destroyed and, re- yeah, and rebuilt. For sure. <laughs> there is no worse thing that's happened. COVID, fuck it. The economy crashing, don't care. War, who gives a shit. No. The Snyder Cut is the worst allocation of resources I have ever seen. War. Huh. What is it good for? (laughs) I'm going to say it. Absolutely nothing. God damn, you're so brave, sir. Um, Yeah, no. I mean, like, if they just wanted to have some weird thing on their streaming service where they let Snyder pull back his old footage and put it out, I'll be like, whatever. I don't give a shit. The fact that they let him spend $70 million on reshoots, some of which that took place during the pandemic and had to have extra money put into them to have safety precautions is... Wild. <laughs> For reference, y'all, seventy million dollars is between one and no, sorry, ten and seventy uh, A twenty four movies. So yeah. think about that. Yeah, clearly, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of probably better movies that yeah. are going to be fucking shorter. Oh my god, a blessed hour and a half long. Please <laughs> give me. Um, oh. I'll say this though. Someone did say because the stimulus thing that the Democrats are going to lose in twenty twenty two. And I believe that. However, I would not put any money on the Democrats losing in 2022 because by 2022, at this rate, we might be colonized by aliens. Yeah. The mole men might have reappeared and taken over the world. I we don't know. know. That could happen next month for, for all I've GameStop will be president. <laughs> Who knows? Um, Go to yeah. local GameStop, buy your groceries. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I can call it this early that the... Democrats are going to lose because of stimulus stuff. But, uh, yeah. It, it, it's going to be weird, for sure, whenever all that... whenever In 2022. The only problem oh. prediction is, who knows what will be happening in 2022? That's, like, that's true. <laughs> COVID, COVID fucking a million has shown up. It's actually... It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a humanoid form now. It's evolved. Uh, this might have been bullshit, but I read that there's like a lab in California that made a more deadly version of Corona for fun. Oh, and I'm like, man, what if that gets that out? Sounds real fun. <laughs> I would not actually, you know, Seth. At this rate, probably. Yeah, that could be the new headline. We got drunk and we decided, hey, make, make it worse. Why not? So yeah, I I don't know. I I don't know. 
At this point, like we, we've been talking about, the next thing could be Snyder Cut solves Israel Palestine. <laughs> I mean, who knows what's next? Maybe Kong versus Skull Island will do something. Yeah. Maybe it'll actually happen. Maybe Godzilla yeah. will actually come here. <laughs> King Kong will fight him. Now, now we're talking. Who, who knows? knows? Oh, yeah. It could be anything. Like, literally 30 minutes from now, a gamma ray burst could hit Earth and we could all die instantaneously. And that could be yeah. all over for, you know, <laughs> just oh, completely. Yeah. <laughs> the leftovers could happen, you know? That's true. We could lose 2% of the population or 98% of the population, technically. You know what? At this point, if the leftovers happened in real life, a week of news coverage, I think. The weird thing is, though, I mean, that that, that is funny. <laughs> it's funny to think about that we'd be like, yeah, we, we just got to get past this. But honestly, I think that the world they create in the leftovers is incredibly optimistic these days. <laughs> I feel like there would be, we would be in rubble if 2% of the population <laughs> just randomly disappeared. Because everyone, That's true. That's true. everyone would be activated. Every religion, every cult, every creed, every political belief, every agenda, <laughs> everything would be activated at that moment. And it would yeah. it would completely it would stop everything. We would be there by the we would start with two percent disappearing, and by the end of a week, like I promise, twenty percent will be gone. <laughs> we will all kill each other. Yeah, you know what's funny? I'll, I'll say this: either we forget in a week, or the world comes to an end. Basically, that will be our two. There's nothing in between. Those are the two options that can happen. That's true. If it happens in the real yeah, it world, it could be one of those things where like we're here recording the podcast. We're like, remember a year ago when Marcus just disappeared? <laughs> <laughs> We just never got him back. You remember that? <laughs> Actually, you know what? It'd be way funnier if it was. Honestly, it'd be way funnier. Remember when Smith disappeared? Now it's just me and Marcus doing a podcast. Dude, what disappeared on the podcast? Like yeah. mid recording. Uh, you know, I would say, remember when Smith disappeared? Marcus was like, who? <laughs> 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 no, seriously, listen to our old episodes. There was another guy on this podcast. <laughs> your, your imaginary brother? This again. Marcus will gaslight me into thinking that you weren't real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, actually, that's what would happen. Uh, the powers that be would gaslight us into thinking those people never existed. <laughs> weren't real. Yeah, yeah. no one actually... Dis- we, we, we looked into it and no one disappeared. Uh, I mean, do you see him around right now anywhere? You guys all have a mass hallucination. Sorry. <laughs> He's right here. He's his picture. That's Photoshop. Have you guys heard about gang stalking? What? Have you guys heard about gang stalking? So there's this... What is this? It's a thing. It's, I'm, I consider it to be like a mental condition, but I'm going to explain it from the per- perspective of someone who believes in gang stalking. What it is, there's a bunch of people out there, apparently over 10,000 people around the world, who 100% honestly believe that they are being followed and tracked at all times by helicopters in the sky, unmarked cars, people just in the streets looking at them, and they they and they one hundred percent adamantly believe this. They believe they are a target of what is gang stalking because you're being stalked by some gang of people, and it is fascinating to hear these people talk. There's this guy who's just he was just like yeah. Um, I walked out of my mobile home the other day and I saw a helicopter above me. And I, yeah, I'm being targeted. It, it, it's a hundred. <laughs> no way this isn't true. They're and here for me and my meth lab. The uh, 
the mental health institute has also called it a, a, a mental condition and then i mean in, in interviews the people are like what do you think we're all having a mass hallucination <laughs> and i'm like yes that's clearly what we think what do you mean because one yes you're being tracked at all times but it's not as nefarious as you're making it seem they know where you are just by you know what you bought at bilo two weeks i shouldn't say bilo walmart two weeks ago mm-hmm. that they know where you are i would argue it is as nefarious as you think but you're not special okay i shouldn't say nefarious it's not yeah it's not as grand as you think it is <laughs> you're not as you're not, you're not the center of the conspiracy you're just you're another number yeah, somewhere. you are a piece that is being sold to citadel mm. so that we can't buy gamestop stock that's that's <laughs> what you are um let us buy gamestop stock damn yeah. you it is fascinating like they had the, like, the, i watched this like 30 minute documentary on youtube about it and the guy they mostly interview he's just like he's like what do you think we're making it up and i'm like yeah i think there's like something wrong i think you should get help i I don't think i don't think there's you know it's it's fine just admit it you know admit that this is crazy there's so much data to prove that you're already being stalked in a much more banal way so yeah yeah i i I was i was completely fascinated by this that there's people who just completely believe this that they're being stalked at all times interesting I wonder how you get that way. It's also called targeted individuals. Oh, so interesting. Look into huh. it. There's like a 30 minute like Vice or something documentary on YouTube. You can watch about it. It is kind of weird, <laughs> honestly. And Marcus, you being gang socked? Yeah, are you? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I would actually believe Marcus is. I might be in the clan if like it happened more frequently wait which clan you can't just say the clan clan. like that yeah (laughs) you really thought the large black guy has i've seen i've seen bad boys too all right i've seen clayton bigsby i know i know what happens (sighs) but i obviously meant the gang the foot clan sorry obviously yes (laughs) i can see marcus in the foot clan the oh, foot? Yes. What is the foot clan? I'm not, I'm not aware of this. <laughs> the foot? Seth! Yeah. Come on, Bite man. your tongue. You don't remember the, the foot ninjas? The foot ninjas. Oh! <laughs> Sorry. Yep, got it. Um, Gosh. How so many times do we watch those movies as kids? I know. I know. Um, <laughs> be the biggest foot ninja ever. I'm behind oh, sorry, you be that big ninja? The one they bring out to, like, razz everybody? At the, like, oh, yeah, don't worry. Yeah. The big guy is here. <laughs> Ninja. You're the guy that like Indiana Jones has to fight in a funny way every movie, and then oh, like yeah. gets killed in a gruesome fashion. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Screen time's gonna be great for me. Oh yeah. Hey, folks, remember those guys? You think these days that we've gotten so far past the Ninja Turtles that Foot Clan now just refers to people who are on Wiki Feet all the time? <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Do, do you think we're there? And I, I want to see that Venn diagram of Ooh. people who love Ninja Turtles and also are on Wikifeed all the time. Wait, hold on, Seth. A three-way Venn diagram of those two groups and no. the actual Ku Klux Klan. No! And then a four-way one with people who are being gang-stalked. It's going to be one person, probably. Like, has to be one guy. I, want, I bet it's more, sadly. I'm sure it's higher than that. 
Okay, hold on, Seth. There's one guy. There's or there's more than one guy who is who thinks he's being sought by nefarious purposes. Yep. He loves the Ninja Turtles. Yep. He uh, likes Wiki Feet. Yep. And he's also in the Ku Klux Klan. Yep. There's more than one of these guys. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not just restricting this to um, men sexist. I think there could be Ooh. women in this list too. <laughs> Do they let women in the clan? I actually don't know. Maybe these days. They, I mean, hey, I'm sure the clan is progressed. <laughs> The new progressive Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. Women are now allowed. It'll be like the Call of Duty thing where now you can be non-binary. <laughs> and in the clan, <laughs> as if it matters. Like, as if that's a thing that sets you apart from what you're associating yourself with. Yeah. We thought about it, and it's time to let gays into the clan. <laughs> yeah, we had to arbitrate it. We... We, we had a conference room book, but then the Illenials had to talk about Marcus's PTO, so we had to wait. We got him, boys. Can you imagine if it was like, we're letting gays into the clan, but not, women can be in there too, but not lesbians. Nope. No, thank you. Oh. Slowly the clan opens up its doors. Man, we had, we've taken a real turn on this episode. <laughs> this has gone some strange places. Uh, I blame the delirium from being inside for so long. Now, wouldn't that be funny, though, if the explanation that all the gang-stalking people were part of those three groups, and it was kind of an explanation for their behavior? That might be uh-huh. the, the real root, root cause there. Dude, what if we did a reboot of Ninja Turtles, but they're black, and the Foot Clan is also the Ku Klux Klan? <laughs> the Ninja Turtles be black? Yeah. I mean, don't you think green's a little more radical? Wait a minute, how... How the how the turtles, I mean, turtles are green? Uh, Leonardo black, has right? an afro, obviously. Oh, okay, there got it, go. got it, got it. I'm saying Piccolo's black, so obviously the turtles are as well. Ah, <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. I see where you're going here. <laughs> I'm just saying. Interesting, interesting line of logic there. I got, I got, mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. What? Okay, let me tell you, tell you, hey, smart guys. What race are the Ninja Turtles? Turtle. Turtle. <laughs> no. What race? <laughs> They're In the, the racial race. draft, who would pick them? I, I mean, mean I, I guess I guess black folks would take them. Yeah, I guess I guess they'd be hot commodities. They'd be taking them. <laughs> you would think the Asians would want them, right? They'd be taking one of the ninjas, big three right? for sure. <laughs> what are the big three? Uh, white, black, Asian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I imagine. Look, so if, you, if you could rank those. Uh, <laughs> well, this has been the Illinois podcast. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. Um. Gallon. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, um, what's... Oh, Seth, happy news for you. We got some good news for you, actually. Uh-oh. So while GameStop has not said a word about what's happening to them, yes. AMC has benefited quite greatly from this. You hear what happened? Yeah, they're going to put my name on their, their walk of fame because <laughs> yes. I, yes. I spent so much money there. No, what are they going to do? They managed to issue a whole shitload of new stock and convert their debt into stock and sold it immediately because everyone's buying it like crazy, which has not only paid off all of AMC's debts, but has now given them $300 million to just play around with until COVID's over, I guess. So AMC has been saved. So as an AMC A-list member, I will actually be in Congress within a month. That'll, that's what that's gonna be the benefit for being a long time AMC A list subscriber. Yes. So see you nerds later. <laughs> Can be a uh, AMC lobbyist now. Yeah, no, I'm. Th- I did actually hear that they they shore up a lot of their debt because of it, and I'm very excited about that because I mean 
I don't know. I guess we're supposed to be on a path to normalcy. Quotes, unquotes, quotes again soon. And if we do that, then the first place I'm heading once I feel like it's safe is the dang movie theater. I watched freaking... I watched Soul, the new Pixar movie, which is great. And I liked it, but the entire time I was like, I wish I was watching this in a flipping theater right now. So I'm I'm ex- I'm really excited to go back there. Um, so yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I want yeah. I want theaters to be open, and I want I want to watch movies, but I don't want to be an idiot about it and watch it when there's a <laughs> pandemic outside and be crowded in a room full of people who are all seeing the Marksman. The Marksman, by the way, is the number one movie in America right now, and I want to go ahead and quiz you guys on something real quick. What is the Marksman, and who stars in it? Uh, either that's, of you know. That's a very Sequel good question. To Shooter, also starring Marky Mark. Very close. <laughs> it is. Uh, it stars Liam Neeson, and close, yeah. it made. Guess how much money it made? It's the number one movie in America. Guess how much money it made in one week? Seven million dollars. Marcus. Three hundred million. Okay, Marcus, what are you Marcus, talking about? Marcus, that would be the biggest one week in the history of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, uh, except for Avengers, but for this movie, it would be. Think, Did you make 300,000? Think a lot lower. Right, that's what I meant. Two million. <laughs> and it is the number one movie in America. Oh, it was close. Wow. It was so close. That's, that two million is not even a Thursday opening for a movie, you know, two years ago. Yeah. Um, which, it's, it's funny to think about, like, if there weren't a pandemic, but for me, the fact that any movies are being screened in theaters right now is pretty insane, at least in America. So it's a weird, it's like, it's both a funny low number, but a scary high number. (laughs) That means a lot of people (laughs) relatively are still going to theaters. Seth, what is the Marksman about? I couldn't tell you. I saw a poster and like Marksman, it's like Liam Neeson is helping a kid learn how to shoot. That's all. That's the only thing I've seen from the whole movie. So I imagine uh, Liam Neeson teaches a kid how to shoot and he becomes the Marksman. So it's not a badass action movie, a guy shooting people? I don't know, actually. Then why am I here? Why am I sitting in this imaginary theater in my mind when I'm watching the Marksman? Yeah. I, I don't know. Why, why, why are that you there? Sucks. I guess Liam Neeson's in that part of his career now where he's just old and he's just doing doing whatever. A Marksman is about a rancher on the Arizona border who becomes the unlikely defender of a young Mexican boy desperately fleeing the cartel assassins who pursued him into the U.S. Wait a minute. Okay, so there are some action shootouts. This movie's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Wait a minute! Oh, it's about God. cartel assassins who are going to pursue, who are pursuing to kill a child. Why? Sweet. What is this kid? Yeah, what did he do? Jesus Christ, dude! He, so yeah, he stole a bag of drugs. Hey, big he big news die. though. One hundred and forty-eight minutes, or an hour and forty-eight minutes long. Wow. So pretty, okay, so you know, even if it's not that good, you're out of there pretty quick. That's true. So. When are we gonna get the Snyder cut of the the Marksman? Yeah, when are we gonna get the Robert Lorenz cut? That's the director. That's the director's name. He he was a second unit director, a million dollar baby. Oh, he's an Eastwood guy. Okay, that makes a lot. That makes a lot of sense because he was a second unit on Million Dollar Baby, Baby American Sniper, Trouble with the Curve, Mystic River. But yeah, uh, he's been a second unit director twenty seven times. He's been a director four times. Wow. Mm. Including a new movie called Unabomb. Oh, oh man, is it about the... That stars of Viggo Mortensen. What? 
Yeah. It hasn't come out yet. It's still in production. Oh, wow. But yes, Vigo Mortensen and Robert Lorenz. It's really crazy to me that Vigo Mortensen is in more movies than Lord of the Rings. That is pretty pretty interesting, right? There's some actors who, like, I just don't, I just don't know their careers. Like, outside of their big franchises. And he's one of them. And the thing is, he's had a very storied career. He's been in a bunch of big movies. I mean, he was in, as we all know, the unifying... The the, the movie that unified everyone in America, Green Book. Um, which a movie he still... That st- was him! A movie he still defends to this day. Which is a little problematic, Vigo. Um, that won Best Picture, by the way. The year before Parasite won Best Picture. Well, Vigo's Carpathian, right? So he can't really be held accountable for... His views on politics. He doesn't know better. He's Listeners, don't don't let this happen. <laughs> don't let this happen. But he was in that movie with Michael Douglas and uh, fuck, what's her name? The uh, the woman who owns the Goop. What's her fucking name? Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> they try and get they try and get Michael Douglas to kill himself. A perfect so they can click murder. Uh, yes, that's it. Yes. Uh, also, an hour and 48 minutes long. <laughs> Outer limits. Do not attempt to adjust the vertical or the horizontal. <laughs> we are in control. And it is on HBO Max, if anybody has a subscription. There you um, go. 57% on Rotten Tomatoes doesn't sound very good to me, but hey, if you're looking for a, a, a meeting of the minds, maybe that's the one. Well, look, any movie of Michael Douglas is a watch for me. Ain't really? <laughs> Michael yeah. Douglas is your guy. Michael Douglas <laughs> is my dog, man. Like, you watch Yo, it again, it's great. wait a minute. I'm sorry. I hate when I do this. I mean, I love doing it. I'm, I'm going to shut the fuck up. Um, but the guy who directed this movie, his name is Andrew Davis. I'm just going to list you list off a couple movies he's also directed. Let me see if there's any, <laughs> any connecting tissue. Uh, Under Siege. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Fugitive. He directed oh, The Goddamn Fugitive. And then a couple years later... In 2003, he decides to direct Holes, the Shia LaBeouf what? vehicle. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> Collateral Damage, the Schwarzenegger movie? What the fuck? What is this career? Oh, I can do a whole podcast, right? I just look at IMDb <laughs> for six hours, and that would just sum up most of my days. We could just go to IMDb and name a random movie and start making connections and find all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, it's actually my favorite thing in the world to do. So this, yeah. I think some people, some directors just take whatever jobs come along. Yeah, I feel like you, like, I feel like a lot of directors, there's guys who like, oh, I'm going to try and get into this niche and I'm going to be the guy and then it just doesn't work out for them. So they're just like, all right, I'll just, I'll just direct what I can. <laughs> and that's what they do. They just direct whatever that project is. So I have a question, getting on to, to fun things for a while. Yes. Which one we doing that's fun? Which we have to entertain yourselves? I am a part of an elite society within society. A subset of society, if you will. Mm. People who own a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, so my, my wife was able to surprise me with one for an early birthday gift. And with it, I got Spider-Man Miles Morales, Demon nice. Souls, and of course, Astro's Playroom, which comes with it for free. Uh, beat Astro's Playroom in like a couple hours. It's just a little demo of like all the new tech and stuff, which is pretty cool. Most disappointing thing, though, was I played Spider-Man Miles Morales, and I beat it in one sitting. Um, oh, that game is incredibly short. The story is okay, 
But it's I'll say this: the game was fun as hell, and the it was like graphics. Like the weird thing with this game is like on PC, whenever you start up a game, especially like a bigger, more graphically intense game, you get graphics options. Like you know, if your computer isn't that good, you put it on low. If it's pretty good, you put it on high. Blah blah blah. This game has graphics settings on a PS5, because you can play it at 30 FPS with maximum ray tracing. Blah blah blah. All the buzzwords we all pretend to know these days. You can play it on 60 FPS with no ray tracing. And then you can play it on 60 FPS with some ray tracing. So I played it on that mode, and the game looks dope as hell. It is one of the best looking games I've played in a very long time, obviously. Um, But yeah, uh, incredibly disappointing on most fronts. I mean, it's an open world action game that I, I mean, legitimately beat in one sitting. I played the game for a couple hours, had dinner, finished the game in a couple more hours. Um, So pretty disappointed on that and i've been playing demon souls which i just started it before this podcast i just cleared one one as they call it and i'm pretty much the best gamer in the world now so <laughs> how about you guys well i i have miles morales but for the playstation 4 <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh I haven't beaten it yet because I'm playing on the hardest difficulty like an ass. <laughs> I don't even know what so, the hardest difficulty even adds to that kind of a game. I think it's like amazing spider dude. Or but whatever. like, why is, how, how is it different? Yeah, like what, what, what is this game? What do you, what's the reward for playing this game on high difficulty? Um, well, it increases the longevity. <laughs> I guess so. Apparently. I, I, I guess that's what it is. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just like swinging around. That is like the best part. Just swinging about. around the city is awesome. Yeah. That is like incredible. Most fun. And yeah. same thing with the last Spider-Man game they made, which I beat in two mm-hmm. sittings. So this game was just half of that game. Um, yeah. But yeah. But I think I think uh, Miles Morales is so short is because they're working on Spider-Man Two. Yeah. They 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 do a so. post credits teaser to the the next game. Ooh. But, but it's a full yeah. price game, so. And actually, I think Miles Morales is actually like forty bucks right now. Oh, is it? I'm really? not sure if it's forever, but I think it's forty. Maybe I'm wrong. I guess it comes to regular Spider-Man as well, right? So you it still does. play that. It in does. Yeah. But yeah, I'm also enjoying it. It probably doesn't look as good as Seth's with his PlayStation Five, but you know. I'm yeah, sorry. I mean, honestly, it's just you know that's just how it is. This is better than us, Marcus. <laughs> how about you? Smith? How about you? Uh. Well, I have been playing, uh, still play Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Uh, so many words. Rank four in that game now, so I'm moving on up in the world. Rank four in the world? Years. No, rank four in the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do, speaking of world, I like it better than Monster Hunter World. Um, it's not as fast as that game was, so I have more time to, like, my old, slow, stupid brain can adapt to the monsters. And figure things out a bit easier. It's clunkier though. It's like, man, the controls were made for a 3DS. You can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been uh, starting to play this game because I was on my Switch, and I was like, "What's a good game for Switch I haven't played?" Um, I'm playing Astral Chain, hey. the Platinum Games yeah. uh, joint, which is super stylish and super fun. So I'm enjoying the hell out of that. That's nice. what Platinum Games does, baby. And I'm I'm still continuing my quest to watch anime. And I figured out why I'm watching anime now. I figured out why it's happening. I was watching Star Trek Discovery Season 3, which I have praised as being extremely good. It shit the bed so hard in the last three episodes that I just stopped watching it entirely. I also stopped watching 
American television shows. And so now I'm watching anime. Instead. I thought you were gonna say the reason I'm watching anime is because I actually realized I completed all live action television. I've watched <laughs> yes. every bit of it, so now I have to move on to Japanese animated programs. That's true. Yes, come on to the other side. And so I started watching this show that the title of it made me laugh a lot, so I wanted to watch it. Uh, it's called. Uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Yeah. Which the title of that is so funny to me. Um, <laughs> too long. Good name for a show. Frasier. Tells, <laughs> tells you everything you need to know, and it's it's short and to the point. That's way too many. I would, too much for Seth. Exactly. By the time I got mm. two words into that one you just said, I would be like, next. Sorry. Mm. But the, the show opens up with an incredibly funny joke about a man who begs in his dying wish for his friend to destroy his computer uh so that the hard drive could never be read again and it made me true laugh man. a lot a true and man so of culture yeah i've been i've been enjoying this this show a little bit and uh that's it for me pretty much nice nice hell yeah seth i hear you're still slaying the spire a lot yeah i'm fucking addicted to this damn spire game uh, I really love it. I've cleared it a couple of times now on Ironclad and Silent. Uh, I haven't cleared it on Defect yet because that character is weird as hell. Uh, He's so weird, but like once you once you get like how his like cards work, oh, he's, yeah. he's basically gonna kill things by himself. <laughs> yeah, I think if you can get the orbs moving, it's pretty good. But I've I've only played I've only done two runs so far as him, so yeah, I'm working on that. But uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I fucking love that game. I put forty five hours in in about two weeks, so I'm 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 definitely addicted. Nice. Um, yeah. What's anything coming up, y'all? Or are we done? I think that's an L. Yeah, that's that's that. Yeah. Well, this has been the Elenials podcast. Uh, I am a Smith. You can find me on Twitter at mcsurf. I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter. Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch at Part Time Pretzel. I stream every Tuesday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, so check it out. Uh, I'm Marcus. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. And I do the art for this podcast. Our theme song is done by Ben Powell. Um, he also streams on Twitch at the Ben Powell. I don't remember his schedule off the top of my head, but yeah, you can go check him out. And he also does. Oh, he has a podcast where he talks about wrestling, Southern SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> you you can uh, lead a horse to water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck the Snyder Cut. I think I did that one already, but I'm going to do it again. <laughs> it's four hours long. There's no time for it. <laughs> and uh, Ben Powell is actually streaming right now. Oh, he is. Yeah. yeah. So if you're listening to this, try and travel back in time. Boom. To when we recorded and listen to it. Unless we're being gang stalked and someone's listening to this live. And you can check out Ben <laughs> oh. too. Gang stalk yeah. him. There you go. <laughs> um, we have stopped trying to solve our problems and are trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the Lenny's Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.